It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. Now, here's our teacher, Ruth Christian. Good afternoon, ladies. As we, as John describes the life that's real, and we've been thinking on that so far in the study, he uses three words repeatedly, life, love, and light. In fact, he devotes three different sections of his letter to the subject of Christian love. He explains that love, life, and light belong together. And in fact, you can read these sections, and an interesting thing to do is, is read them without the verses in between, and you'll see that love, life, and light must not be separated. The sections are 1 John 2, 7 through 11, which we're going to deal with today, then chapter 3, verses 10 through 24, and chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. So in each section, you'll see a good reason why we should love one another. So now today, we learn how Christian love is affected by light and darkness. A Christian who's walking in the light, which simply means she's obeying God, is going to love her brother or sister. It's going to love another Christian. All right, so let's read the verses for today. Brother, and I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you've had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. We see in verses 7, to seven and 8 that we should love because God commands us to love. But John tells us an interesting thing. Christian love is both old and new. So what does he really mean by that? Jesus himself combined two Old Testament commandments for his definition of love. First, we have Deuteronomy 6.5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And then there's Leviticus 19.18. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Then when Jesus said in Mark 12, verses 28 through 34, that these two commandments summarize all the law and the prophets, um, he was definitely putting the two together in one package. Loving God and loving one's neighbor were old, familiar responsibilities before Jesus ever came to earth. And then in John 13, 34, at the end of his earthly ministry, the Lord said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. So John reflects Jesus' teaching here. So in what sense is love one another new? Well, this is, this is really cool. Um, the Greek word here, new, tells us. It really helps us. There's two words for new in the Greek. One means new in time, and the other means new in quality. Our English words, recent and fresh, make the, dis, uh, make the distinction. 
Something new can mean recent. It means new in time. Something new can mean fresh, which means um, new in character, new in quality. For example, I might say I'm born again and I have a new way of looking at things and I mean a fresh way of looking at things. It's connected to my new character, who I am in Christ. So the commandment to love one another is not new in time, but it's new in character. Because of Jesus Christ, the old commandment has taken on new meaning in three important ways. First of all, it's new in emphasis. It's no longer one of many commandments. It's at the top of the list. But it's new in emphasis in another way. It stands at the very beginning of the Christian life. From the beginning, in verse 7, he's talking about the beginning, the beginning in verse 7, is talking about the beginning of your Christian life here. You know, John's got in the beginning several times. Well, here that's what he's referring to. It's in our hearts from the very beginning of our faith in Christ. That's why Jesus said, By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. John 3 uh, John 13, 35, and that's actually the New American Standard Version. We have the love of God indwelling us from the beginning in the person of the Holy Spirit. Christian love is a matter of will, not emotion. It's not a shallow love we try and work up. The love is God's love, agape. Take time to read 1 Corinthians 13 again. Here's the reality. Christian life without love is nothing. Love one another is new in the sense that it's new in example. This is verse 8. It was first true in Christ, and now it's true in the lives of those who are trusting Christ. Jesus himself is the greatest example of this commandment. It's revealed in all its fullness in him. He said, love one another as I have loved you. Thirdly, the commandment is new in experience. Now we're looking at verses 9 through 11. The illustration of light versus darkness is important. As we see the connection between love and light um, in this life, we'll see that it's important. Love and light go together. Actually, all three of them go together. Uh, love, light, and life. You can't separate them. But here he's speaking specifically about the love and the light. But darkness and hatred are the two that go together. It's easy to say we walk in the light and therefore are walking in love. But if we actually hate another believer, we're, not, we're walking in darkness and we're lying. Here's the sobering truth John's bringing to us. It is impossible to be in fellowship with the Father and out of fellowship with another Christian at the same time. Now, some of you might be thinking, but you don't understand, Ruth. I just can't love this person. Well, here's the truth. Yes, we can. Romans 5.5 5 says this, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. And the context here is the context of being in trials. So that person you can't love, that might be a trial for you. But in this trial, God will be, will be producing perseverance, character, and hope. 
as you are obedient to his command. Christian love means we treat others the way God treats them and the way God treats us. Christian love is not just words, but it shows itself in action and in attitude. That's um, reflected in 1 Corinthians 13 that I mentioned before, verses 4 through 7. Some of you maybe have done this, but if you haven't, or even if you have, do it again. This is a good thing to do every once in a while. Go to those verses, and every place it says love, put your name. So where it says love, I would say Ruth. And you start, verse 4, I would say Ruth suffers long and is kind. Ruth does not envy, and so on. Well, see how well you do. <laughs> Sometimes we don't get very far, and, and God will speak to our heart about the quality of our loving others. So verse 11 here in, in John's letter tells us what happens to the Christian who does not love the brethren. First of all, she, she lives in darkness, though she thinks she's living in the light. She thinks she sees, but she's actually blinded by the darkness of hatred. Second, darkness causes her, who is a believer, because he's speaking to believers here, to stumble in sin. And thirdly, the result of hatred, or not loving, is that it stunts the believer's spiritual progress. When walking in darkness, you're blind and you can't find your way. So in conclusion, the believer is called to love, and we practice Christian love because he, God commands us to, but there is something that, that happens when we do it. When we practice Christian love, there will be wonderful, positive results in our walk. We will be living in the light, living in fellowship with God and with our Christian brothers and sisters, we will not stumble or become stumbling blocks to others. We will grow spiritually and will progress toward Christ-likeness. The Christian life, the life that's real, is a beautiful blending of something old, something new. The Holy Spirit takes the old things and makes them new things in our experience. The love life is the only life because it's the life that's real. Well, much to think on in today's lesson. God bless the remainder of your day. Stay close to Jesus and keep on looking up.